You're listening to the WGU Alumni Podcast, a podcast all about noteworthy night owls. Join us each episode as we highlight WGU alumni and share ways to help you stay engaged. Here now is the WGU Alumni Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the WGU Alumni Podcast. I'm Sarah Van Winkle, one of your co-hosts here along with Jeff Burton. Hey, Jeff. How are you? Hello, Sarah. I'm good. How are you? I think you're a little aggravated with me right now because I wouldn't do the intro you wanted to do today. Uh I am a little aggravated, and and I guess we'll never know if this doesn't make the episode. Sarah started us with a beautiful check, check, and uh, hopefully, Bethany, we can squeeze that in there. Yeah, um, maybe if we end up doing a bloopers show one of these days, Jeff, um, I will permit Bethany to share that, but Bethany and I stick together, so she's got my back on this one, I think. I know she does, hence the aggravation. Yeah, I know. It was pretty funny. You know, we kind of mess around. We're still remote right now, so we're, we are recording this remotely, but we still mess around while we're getting sound check, and Bethany makes sure, you know, that we sound as great as we can, and she always does a great job, but yeah, I was just messing around. I was talking about missing concerts and how folks come out, you know, do the sound check and all that, so there's also a great episode of Saturday Night Live with Tom Hanks and Aerosmith doing a sound check. If you've never seen it, check it out. It's pretty funny. So, Sarah, after I watch Some Like It Hot, maybe I'll uh, look that episode up. Jeff, do not bring up Some Like It Hot to me. You have not watched it. You promised me you would watch it. We made a deal. I said I would watch your favorite movie, which is... Draft Day. And did I watch Draft Day? (laughs) You did come through for us, Sarah, yes. I absolutely did come through that very weekend, and that was almost a year ago, Jeff. You know what's funny? We have a listener, Ryan, who I was on a meeting with, who listens to the podcast And he called me out on this and he says, so Jeff, how was some like it hot? And I was like, uh, 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 huh. Well, I need you to tell me Ryan's contact info because I'm going to send him a gift for that because you (laughs) promised that you were going to watch my favorite movie. I watched yours. You need to come through. Uh, I will do that. I I can't promise when, but, uh, you know, maybe this weekend. I, I'm done holding my breath on that one, but you do need to to do it because I think your entire family, maybe not your teenage son. But everyone else, I think, would enjoy it. So, Jeff, you know, we're almost to June. This is the last week of May. We're getting ready for Memorial Day. We just had a great commencement weekend with our, you know, we had our keynote speaker, Jen Hatmaker, for those who are fans of her. Stay tuned. We're going to have her on the podcast soon. But we're in June. And Sarah, we've got something pretty big coming up in June. We we do. And I want to highlight that here briefly. But I have to return back to Jen Hatmaker. She was awesome. She was oh, such my. a fantastic speaker and I think really related well to our graduates and we saw lots of comments we've gotten lots of emails people just adored her she was great and I have to tell on myself a little bit it's a little embarrassing but you know we have calls Jeff with our team and the commencement team and the alumni team with our keynote speakers ahead of time to make sure you know we're going through what the talking points are we make sure they have if they have questions about WGU that we can answer those for them And while we're talking with Jen, she's talking about her podcast and her TV show, and she's got a new cookbook coming out and, you know, all these things. And she's talking about, you know, running this family of hers with her kids and this farmhouse that she lives in. And I just kind of blurted out at one point while we were on the phone, can I just move in with you, Jen? And I thought, this is, I need this woman in my life. Like, she is fantastic. Her energy is catching I have to tell you, Jeff, she's been one of my favorite keynote speakers since I've been here at WGU. She just, she brought it and she was great. And I cannot wait to have her on the podcast. 
Yeah, stay tuned for that. That's going to be a ton of fun. I'm I'm looking forward to that. And it was just great spending time with her. She just was awesome. And you know, Jeff, I need to also give Amy from her team a shout out. Amy was wonderful to work with, and we really appreciate her. And and Leslie Reed from WGU Communications, she helped connect us to Jen, and we really appreciate that. Absolutely. It was just such a great weekend all the way around. Now, Sarah, you asked me about this a minute ago, about some fun, exciting things happening in the month of June. And I'm excited because we are doing something that we've never done before. We've talked about it a lot. And, uh, you know, kind of emerging from the the pandemic and all that's associated with that, we are extending an opportunity for our alumni, as well as students and staff and anybody attached to the university. We are doing what we are calling a kindness quest. It's going to be super fun. The week of June 13th through the 19th, we are going to be joining together with our growing community and serving in our local community. So, Sarah, tell us a little bit more about the kindness quest. Well, first of all, Jeff, when Natalie first brought this to me from our team, I thought this was a way to get you to be more kind. So I was a little bit confused (laughs) about what this was about. But now that I know, it's a really cool idea. You know, we've challenged Natalie and the rest of the team to come up with new ways to engage and network with our alumni, have alumni network with each other. We really want everybody to participate in this. It's a really cool thing that we're doing. What's better than being kind, you know, offering some kindness out into the world. I think we could all use a little bit of that right now. So we encourage folks to participate, go to our website, wgu.edu slash events, and you can find out all the information you can sign up there. And Jeff, I think people are going to get some stuff if they complete this challenge, right? Absolutely. Not that that's the motivation to do it, but if you do participate and there's instructions again on that wgu.edu slash events. If you do participate the week of June 13th, we will gladly send you some cool WGU alumni swag. So definitely go check it out. And Sarah, it's very fitting on today's episode, we are talking to Donna Law, who is a fantastic graduate of the university. Yeah, she's a former grad speaker too, right? She absolutely was a grad speaker, did a fantastic job. And so we get to catch up with her. And it's very fitting because she is one who is having great career success But on top of that, she is all about giving in her community to her state. And uh, so very fitting that she's on the episode because she is an inspiration uh, in this regard. And so I'm excited to introduce this interview. Let's uh, go to that next with Donna Law. Right out of high school, Donna began a career with SkyWest Airlines and worked her way up to become the marketing director. When she was newly married, both her and her husband were laid off from their jobs in the same week. They settled in Cedar City, Utah, where she volunteered with the Shakespeare Festival for a year before being hired as their marketing director. Donna enjoyed career success, but could only advance so far without a degree. With the encouragement of her employer, she enrolled in WGU's business management degree program. In the middle of her studies, she was diagnosed with cancer but Donna wasn't going to let that stand in the way of her earning her degree. She beat cancer, finished her degree, and has since gone on to earn a master's degree and is now the Executive Director of Development and Government Relations at Southern Utah University. We are so glad to have you on the Alumni Podcast today, Donna. Oh, it's great to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I remember you well from when you spoke at WGU Commencement uh, back in 2016. It was such a great and inspiring story and speech. 
and I look forward to catching up a little bit today. Uh, well, I too. It's it is hard to believe it's been five years. Isn't that wild? <laughs> Way wild. <laughs> oh, time flies when you're having fun, right? Yes, all good things. So Donna, with graduates all across the country, we always like to start out with our guests and having them share one thing they love about their hometown. So what do you enjoy most about your hometown of Cedar City, Utah? Well, uh, for starters, it's location. Only one thing, I can only say one thing, it's location. So we're <laughs> right near Bryce Canyon National Park and Zion National Park. It's a beautiful mountain community. We also have a ski area, Bryan Head Resort. So it's just a wonderful place to live. It's also the home of Southern Utah University, which is where I work. That's great. And it's uh, it's got great food, I will add, too, right? Are you talking about the Centro Pizzeria that we have there? Well, I, I tell you, the one that I always like to stop at when coming through town is the pizza cart. Have you ever eaten at the pizza cart? Oh, yes. On, in two separate areas of town, yes, I do both. I'm very, uh, I'm very free and liberal with my pizza choices. So I try <laughs> to make, every, make sure everybody gets a little bit of my pizza business. <laughs> well, I love it. Yep, good food. And, and like you say, it's a, it's a beautiful part of the country, and it's so close in proximity to some really amazing, amazing national parks. So got to love Cedar City for sure. So Donna, I mentioned a second ago that uh, you were a stellar graduate speaker at a commencement. You mentioned that was five years ago. I remember that commencement well because I was one of the graduates in the crowd that day that you spoke to. We got to flip our tassels together. That was pretty cool, wasn't it? That was a really incredible, memorable day for me. You're way younger than I am. I was 56 the day I, I moved my tassel from one side to the other. And so it was a very meaningful experience and to have the opportunity to uh, represent our class as a speaker really meant a lot to me. So again, almost five years later, what stands out to you about getting your degree at WGU? That I could do it in a very short time frame, that I could progress as rapidly as I was capable. I only transferred in five credits and I had been out of school for 38 years. So you might imagine that, well, you know, all of our graduates who might be listening, you know, have their own story. Um, I had, a, you know, 120 credits that I needed to earn in order to get my degree. And the fact that I could move at my own pace made all the difference in the world to me, both going through, you know, dealing with cancer at the same time. But I was so motivated and I was able to complete the degree in 17 months. And that was such a huge bet because I put it off for so, so long. And the fact that moving at my own pace, applying my life skills to the coursework meant I could get it done in, in really very short order. Oh, that is great. And how has the degree helped you in your professional development since then? You know, it's so interesting. I didn't realize this until one of my friends and colleagues commented. I think the biggest one of the biggest things that it did for me was give me a confidence that I didn't know that I wasn't demonstrating. I've had a great career. I've had a great professional life, but just finally achieving the degree and being able to tell myself, maybe it's a little like the scarecrow from the wizard of Oz. He always was smart, but he had to receive that paper until everybody else believed it too. It was confidence. Uh, was one of the, the big surprises and one of the great benefits that have come from my degree. 
you definitely can see the confidence in you and to see what you have done, certainly before the degree, but then more so even after. Can you tell us a little bit about where your career has taken you? At that commencement that we shared together, Jeff, I had just currently been given the opportunity to lead the Michael O. Levitt Center for Politics and Public Service at Southern Utah University. I had previously done some fundraising. I had previously done some uh, government relations work, and now that is solely my responsibility. Uh, Other than the president of the university, I'm the only person who is the liaison between the university and the Utah State Legislature when it comes to funding and policy. And then I continue to be a fundraiser for the university, and I just kind of go from college to college and provide support. During the time that we're talking about, I've probably helped raise, I don't know, $50, $60 million to help build our Beverly Taylor Sorensen Center for the Arts, help bring a child care center to our campus. And I just think my degree work, and again, the confidence that it has helped given me, has just helped me be successful in, in those tasks. Oh, that is so great to to see and to hear about. And congratulations on all your success. That's outstanding. Thank you. And I do want to um, mention this for our listeners. You mentioned Michael O. Levitt. Um, who is Michael O. Levitt in um, connection with WGU? Oh, who is Michael O. Levitt in connection? He is one of the founding governors. Um, he was the leader of the pack. And uh, so it was thrilling that day to have his wife in the audience and Former Governor Levitt was born and raised in Cedar City, so we have that that kinship as well. That is right, and Michael Levitt is a is honestly a hero of mine. Just knowing what he and Roy Romer and some of the other governors what they were able to see when I don't want to say nobody else could see it, but there was a lot of criticism. There were there were a lot of naysayers that were like, "You cannot build an online learning platform or an online university." And Mike Levitt really embraced technology and believed in it. And it's so great to to see him every couple of years as he stayed very close with the university. And I'm sure it has to be just a really proud initiative of his and the other governors to see WGU thriving the way that it is. I'm sure, I'm sure that he feels very much about that. And that's because he, you know, as a, as a leader of the state, as the other governors, um, economic viability, economic security, economic longevity is important to them as leaders of states. And knowing that there were in particular, you know, non-traditional students and that WGU was going to be a way to help them achieve their goals and contribute differently into their economies makes a lot of sense and has made a lot of difference. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Donna, share with us a little more about your expanding scope of work and the duties that you have been trusted with and, and what you're doing. Well, I get to spend six weeks a year, plus a few days throughout the balance of the year, seven weeks a year, up at the Utah State Legislature, along with the president of Southern Utah University. And we advocate on behalf of our university uh, for, like I said, funding. Um, Last year, for instance, this most recent legislative session, we were able to uh, secure funding for a $42 million classroom building on our campus, something that we had received in a previous year funding, but because of COVID, that has all been delayed. So the president of the university trusts me to help manage and maintain those relationships in a positive way. And then I continue to raise funds for scholarships for students. And this is particularly meaningful because I know how important getting my bachelor's degree was for me. So to be able to find ways to help 
students who are maybe less fortunate financially than I am to find a way to help finish their degree has meant a lot. Our new child care program, the whole purpose for that child care program at Southern Utah University was to help student parents have a place to put their children so that they could focus on their studies and complete their education in a timely manner without having to delay it and maybe never get back into the classroom and never finish their degree. So degree completion is very important to me in all facets of my work. You can tell, and again, congratulations on all of your success. That's outstanding. Thank Uh, you. Now, I understand you're also very active in volunteering and serving in your community. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Well, Cedar City is a community of about 30. 35,000 people. I happen to live next door to the mayor, so she she's not one that would let me sit idly if, <laughs> if, that, were the, if that were the case. So I serve on uh, what is called our Recreation Arts and Parks Board, so I help distribute funds to the arts organizations uh, in our community. I've served on a tourism advisory board in our community. I've been actively involved in different political elements of our community, like the Uh, Iron County Republican Women. I work with breast cancer survivors. We hold a little fun run walk, memory walk in October to help recognize uh, and honor those who have not survived breast cancer and encourage those of us who may still be, who may still be fighting that fight. So those are some of the things that I do in my community. That's so great to hear. It's always nice to see our grads not only succeeding professionally, but also really giving back to their communities as well. As we mentioned in the intro, the WG alumni team is leading a kindness quest where we are excited to join together with like-minded alumni to serve in our local communities. It's going to be a lot of fun. So back to your service, why is this work in your community meaningful to you and why is it important for you to give back? Several reasons. I'm in a position to do so. Um, I choose to invest my time and talent and treasure uh, to help benefit the lives of others because I have been so blessed. Plus, you know, it's just a whole lot easier to be kind than it is to be mean. <laughs> so <laughs> so I'm, I'm all about that. So Donna, as you mentioned, you went back to school a little bit later in life and certainly can speak to this experience. Why are you a strong advocate for adult learners, particularly women, uh, to complete a degree no matter their age? You know, Jeff, I put this off for a long time. You know, I had a very successful career. I continued to have upward mobility, even when I was working in higher ed without the degree. As I mentioned before, the level of confidence that I have experienced since achieving my degree has meant so much. And if other women can put aside any regrets that they have, if they are desiring to build a company or do something after their children are raised, this is a way that gives them both the competence and the confidence to be able to go and do those things. I can think right now I've got a friend in my community who has had a very successful career, both in politics and in business, and she's attending WG right now in order to uh, accomplish the same thing that I have, get it done. Finish something that you started. I you know, that's why people run races, right? To finish something that they started. I think women who have set aside their education for whatever reason, if that is something that is still nagging in the back of their head, they need to find a way to do that. And over the years, 
that has become so much more easy to do. And that's something that I think WGU's done very well. And for me, it prepped me then to be ready to be successful in a master's program in a field of study that I have actually taught and participated in my whole career, but it made me believe that I could do anything. And that has been very meaningful to me, to my family, my husband, my work colleagues. It's benefited everyone that surrounds me. Oh, that's great to hear. And again, we appreciate you being a great ambassador for the university and for being an advocate to continue and to, to work hard to complete that, to always look to better yourself. So excellent stuff. Donna, it's been great connecting with you again, and we appreciate your time today uh, carving out a little bit for us. Before we wrap the interview, I'd love to do a little uh, lightning round, <laughs> as it were, have a little bit of fun and get to know you a little bit personally, uh, a little bit better. So are you up for that? Sure. All right. Well, let's have some fun with this. Um, so lightning round, quick responses on this. What is your favorite podcast other than the one that you're listening to, of course? One called Get Sleepy. <laughs> it helps me with some mindfulness in the evening, and it helps me sleep. I also listen to some political-related podcasts here in the state of Utah, one First Lady and Friends, uh, hosted by our First Lady, Abby Cox, and then one called Both Sides of the Aisle that discusses the political right, the political left, and the center of politics in the state of Utah. Those sound like great I don't know. I don't know how lightning that became because it was a lengthy answer. But <laughs> We'll take it. We'll, we'll go a little faster on the next one. Okay. Our, our friendly <laughs> producer gets to sort through that. <laughs> uh, what is the latest book that you've read? I am reading, actually listening to a book called Dragonfly, which is about uh, female and United States impact as spies during World War II. Wow, interesting. Favorite M&M flavor? Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Oh, uh, there you go. I like I, it. I know. <laughs> we'll accept that. Acceptable answer. <laughs> what has been the greatest lesson you've learned about yourself during the pandemic? Enjoy whatever comes my way. Very good. Where are you excited to travel now that conditions are opening up? I have a niece that I need to take to Paris. She's been dreaming of Paris ever since she was five and she is now 13. And I'm taking a trip with my siblings to Denmark and Norway, which is the homeland for our family. My mother was a Danish immigrant. Oh, very cool. What do you like to do when you're not busy running the world as you spoke about earlier? <laughs> well, I kind of have old lady craft habits, some talents that I've gained from my mother and my grandmother's. I crochet, I needlepoint, and I really like to do puzzles. What fills your bucket? Oh, what I'm doing today, actually. I'm sitting under a tree at Tracy Aviary in Salt Lake with uh, my sister, my niece, children, and so my nieces and nephews, the little people in my life, fill my bucket. Great. What is your favorite Shakespeare play? Oh, you're asking this question because of the Shakespeare Festival in Cedar City, aren't you? Correct. Um, it's usually one of the ones that's playing during the course of the season. So I would have to say, I think most about this year, seeing Richard III. He's okay. an incredible, gutsy villain. Okay. And I was going to ask my next question. What are you most f looking forward to this season uh, at this Shakespeare Festival? So I'm assuming that's your answer. No, that is not my answer. I'm most looking forward to a musical by the name of Ragtime. Okay. I've been right. seeing that many times during the course of the season. I love it. Donna, 
this has been awesome. Thanks again for making the time. We'd like to give you the final word out the door here today. No pressure with that one. I, I know this is an alumni called podcast. And so I hope that my fellow alumni are as enthusiastic about what their WGU education has done for them and that they will continue to use it to serve their community, to serve their family, and to do good in the world. Awesome. Thanks again, Donna. Pleasure. Thanks so much for the invitation. Thank you for listening to the WGU Alumni Podcast. To learn more about WGU Alumni and Commencement, visit wgu.edu slash alumni. To learn more about anything you heard on this episode or to hear past episodes, visit wgu.edu slash podcast. This podcast was produced by the WGU Alumni Relations Department. Special thanks to producer Bethany Tucker from the WGU Production Studio. And thank you to our WGU Alumni Network, now more than 200,000 strong and growing. All right. <clears throat> check, check. One, two, one, two. Check, check. That is <laughs>